0: Jesus makes the promise that his disciples will be hated, but then promises again an advocate who would come to help in our time of need. Today, on the Rest in the Work of Christ podcast. Well, hello, friends. We made it. We made it to Friday. Uh, it's wonderful to spend a little time with you as we end our week today. We are in the Gospel of John taking a look at the work of Christ for us in which we can rest and find peace and joy as we live our lives in this world. Uh, so we are at the end of John chapter 15. Again, this is still Monday, Thursday evening. Jesus is in this long discourse with his disciples uh, saying all sorts of wonderfully comforting things. but. Uh, these next few verses don't sound so comforting. Um, so we're going to take a look at those. But then also Jesus follows up, of course, with with the promise of, of um, the comfort that they need. So uh, we're going to start at uh, verse 18 of chapter 15. And we're actually going to go into chapter 16 through two verse 15. Jesus says, If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world. But I've chosen you out of the world. This is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. If they will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father as well. If I had not done among them the works no one else did, they would be not be guilty of sin. As it is, they have seen, and yet they have hated both me and my Father. But this is to fulfill what is written in their law. They hated me without reason. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. All this I have told you, so that you will not fall away. They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, the time is coming when anyone who kills you will think they are offering a service to God. They will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. I have told you this so that when their time comes, you will remember that I warned you about them. I did not tell you this from the beginning because I was with you, but now I am going to him who sent me. None of you ask me, where are you going? Rather, you are filled with grief because I have said these things. But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment, about sin because people do not believe in me, about righteousness because I'm going to the Father where you can see me no longer, and about judgment because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. All right, we got some deep stuff here, of course. Uh, so let's work our way through it. Uh, Jesus tells his disciples at the beginning of this section that the world is going to hate them. Uh, but don't be surprised because they hated him first. Think about so many of those that he came to save uh, did not receive him. Uh, they, they hate him. They're, they're very soon going to arrest him and try him and, and have him crucified. Uh, but, but his disciples shouldn't be surprised by this. Uh, you don't belong to the world, he says, because I've chosen you out of the world. Right, what a what a beautiful thing for us to remember. We don't belong to this world either. We're not part of this sinful world anymore uh, because we've been chosen out of it. We've been chosen to be God's own in his kingdom, in his family, uh, heirs of eternal life, that we are separated from the darkness. We are now in the light. Um, that is who we are because that's what, what Jesus has done. Uh, and, and so this, this he says, this is why the world hates you. All right? Uh, he says that, um, they're going to treat you poorly because of me. Uh, because they don't know the one who sent me. They've rejected me. Uh, they hate me. They hate the Father because they've also rejected me and they're going to hate you too. Um, the, the disciples would experience this. Uh, they would, you know, fully. They, they would lose their lives for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of Jesus Christ. All but John, um, this John who writes this, would, would be uh, martyred for their faith. Um, thankfully, you know, we live in a country where right now, you know, we're not martyred for our faith. Uh, that, uh, but yet we do face persecution. Yet we do face suffering because of our faith. That, uh, you know, when you go and you live as a child of the light, when you go and proclaim Jesus Christ and you live your life and your faith in Jesus Christ, the world is going to hate you. The world is going to be opposed to that. The world is going to push back. And um, it's not going to be pleasant. But Jesus is encouraging us here that, that that's, we know that he's with us. We know that we're on his side then and he's chosen us out of this world. We don't belong to this world. Um, And, uh, you know, he talks here, too, just a little bit more about the religious leaders and how they they hate him and hate the father. They had their chance, but now, you know, if they would have believed when they saw the works, when they heard him, uh, but now they're guilty of their sin. now. because they hate me, um, you know, and he says that they fulfill the scripture. He goes back to Psalm, uh, really two places, thirty-five and sixty-nine, where he says that they hated me without reason. I mean, another scripture that Jesus fulfills. But he says, um, though you're going to be hated, there is going to be one who comes. Again, he promises the Advocate the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send in the name of Jesus. And he will testify. He will come and and, uh, remind them of everything. And of course, he's looking forward to the day of Pentecost, which would be, um, you know, Jesus would rise from the dead. This is Thursday, Monday, Thursday. Jesus rises from the dead on Sunday, 40 days till he ascends and 10 days after that. So about, you know, 53 days from now, uh, the Holy Spirit's going to come on that Pentecost. And that's what Jesus is promising here, that he's going to come and uh, testify about Jesus. That, that everything was true and done. Uh, Jesus says, you know, I've, I'm telling you these things so that you don't fall away because the bad times are going to come. They're going to put you out of the synagogue. Uh, they're going to think they're doing something righteous. They, those who kill you think they're going to be offering a service to God. You can't help but think of, of Saul. Right? Who, his job before Jesus appeared to him on the road to Damascus and he became Paul, greatest missionary of all time. Uh, he was, he was a man who thought he was doing God's work by going around and rounding up Christians and having them stoned to death. Uh, he thought he was doing the right thing. They, he, thought, he thought he was offering a service to God. But he was doing those things and others would do those things because they don't know Jesus and they don't know the Father. Um, but again, he's, he's telling his disciples this because I'm warning you. I want you to know um, that, that these are gonna, things are going to happen to you. And, y- you know, you're, you're, you're overcome with grief because I keep telling you I'm going away, right? Jesus has talked about that a number of times here in this discourse here on this evening. Uh, that we've been looking at for quite a few days now, that he's going away. Uh, He's telling him why he's going away. He's been saying that. But he says, it's good for me to go. It's good for me to go back to heaven because then the advocate can come. Then the Holy Spirit can come and he's going to, he's going to prove what I say. He's going to prove, he's going to prove about sin that, that, you know, people who don't believe me, he's going to convict with the law and, but also he's going to come with the gospel. He's going to come with righteousness. Right? And about judgment. Not judgment on people, but judgment on the fact that Jesus says, the prince of this world now stands condemned. Remember, we heard that yesterday that the the prince of this world would be condemned and Jesus would do that on the cross. The prince of this world, the devil, his work would be finished there. Jesus would defeat him uh, once and for all and crush his head and here, that the Holy Spirit would come and pronounce judgment on the devil. And that means victory for God's people. Uh, and Jesus says, you know, I got so much more to tell you. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, uh, but the, whole, the Spirit of truth, he's going to come. He's going to guide you into all truth. And he's going to come and he's going to speak on behalf of me and on the Father. So again, you see the uh, unity of the Trinity here. You see uh, the, the workings behind the scenes of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. How we see the Son come and win our salvation, right? Come to live and die and rise to do everything necessary here on this earth to save us from our sins. We see the Father uh, who is the one who sent Jesus, the one who planned out our salvation, the one who sends the Spirit, um, the one who is, is the one who providing, protecting, doing everything. Uh, for us, right? And, and then you have the Spirit who is here to remind us of all things. The Spirit of truth who's, who's there to advocate, to counsel us, to bring uh, bring us um, both comfort and, and, and the words of judgment, right? The, the Spirit comes and does uh, the work of the triune God through word and sacrament. And, and Jesus here is says, you receive my Holy Spirit. And they would on that day of Pentecost, roughly 53 days after this, they would receive that Holy Spirit. They'd be filled with him and they'd be, go out and preach the gospel to all nations right that, that day of pentecost really is the the birthday of the christian church as as it goes from just a small little group of people in Jerusalem to being spread throughout the entire known world within, you know, just a couple of centuries. It's just a, a remarkable thing that God does through the, through the work of the Spirit, uh, working through the Word, through the Spirit of Truth. Uh, and that the same thing still goes on today, friends. Um, every day is Pentecost. Every time you open up God's Word, every time that you um, spend time in a devotion or you, um, you know, go to Bible class or you sit in worship and listen to a sermon, the The Holy Spirit's being poured out upon you. The Spirit of truth is guiding you into that truth. And he's speaking the words of Christ to you. He's speaking law and he's speaking gospel. He's coming, he's convicting you of your sin and he's pointing you back to to Jesus and his work for you. He's coming to point you back to that cross, to point you back to that empty tomb, to point you back uh, to all that Jesus has done for you so that you can have rest. So that even if the world hates you, Even if uh, this world is full of suffering and difficulty, you know that everything is all right. (laughs) Because Jesus has done everything for you. You are loved by your heavenly Father. You have been clothed in the righteousness of Christ and his merits. And you have the gift of faith because of the work of the Spirit. It's all yours. It's all through the work of your triune God. Let's pray. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you that you continue to come and and do what we need you to do. You come and um, you, you Spirit of truth, you come and you convict us of our sins and you come and lead us back to the cross. You come to uh, make us see, again, our Savior Jesus and all that he's done for us in life and death. Uh, and in his resurrection that uh, all is done, Uh, that we have uh, the love of the Father and uh, we have the promise of getting to be with you forever and even now that you will be with us as we go through the difficulties and struggles of this life. Continue to strengthen us and guide us uh, to remind us of these truths so that we can remain firm and stand strong and rest and find joy and peace as we go through this life, as we wait for our life to come with you forever. We pray this all in your saving name. Amen. All right, friends, wonderful to be with you here today. We'll be back here tomorrow. We'll wrap up chapter 16. God's richest blessings on your Friday. Bye-bye.